Welcome to the Produce On Purpose podcast, where we explore experiencing life being the real you. I'm your host, Randy Atkins Jr., author, teacher, speaker, preacher, and lifelong learner. Imagine yourself drifting in a tempestuous sea, waves crashing against your battered vessel, and despair threatens to engulf you. The horizon is shrouded in darkness. The very notion of land, a fading memory. Suddenly, a flicker of light pierces the gloom. A distant tower, it's a beacon slicing through the storm, beckons you towards it. This is the journey that we're going to talk about today. In this episode, discovering the lighthouse beyond the storm is a lifeline thrown to those tossed by the tides of life challenges. I've been wanting to do this particular episode as we are encountering uh, this time of year, grief, trauma, loss, these storms can leave us feeling broken, disoriented, and utterly lost. But within the swirling darkness, a spark of hope remains. That spark is the lighthouse, a symbol of guidance, resilience, and unwavering possibility of finding your way back to shore. Here's our dad joke for today. Why did the minister bring a pencil to the healing service? To draw out the pain and sketch a brighter tomorrow. <laughs> Share this joke with someone this week as producers laughter nourishes our creativity, expresses joy and unlocks innovation in our soul. In this episode, discovering the lighthouse beyond the storm, it's not about erasing the pain or pretending it never happened. It's about learning to live with it, to let it shape you, and ultimately to use it as a source of strength and wisdom. It's about rediscovering the light within yourself, the unyielding flame that no storm can extinguish. Are you ready to set sail? The lighthouse awaits. We're going to start off with scripture, Psalms 27 and 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? This verse offers a very powerful in the midst of challenging seas. Here's how it resonates with me is that the Lord is like a lighthouse. Just as the lighthouse shines through the storm and offers direction and solace, the Lord is depicted as our light and salvation, a constant source of hope and guidance in dark times. Overcoming fear, the verse is saying, whom shall I fear? This echoes the message of really navigating fear and doubt during hardship by holding on to faith in the Lord and that we can overcome anxiety and find courage to move forward. Also, it talks about the Lord being the strength of my life. This resonates with the focus on building inner strength and resilience to weather life's storms. Finally, 
in this passage, it acknowledges our vulnerability. It says, whom shall I fear? It ultimately conveys a message of trust and acceptance as the this encourages us to embrace the journey, even with its difficulties, it allows us to find our way through the storm. And so we can incorporate this scripture throughout this episode. It serves as a reminder that our divine support, our lighthouse, the Lord, is there to help us in our healing paths. You can weave this into all of our lives that regardless of where you are, it may be storms going on. It may be dark, but remember that the Lord is your light and your salvation. Whom shall you fear? And I believe that as we go into this episode, that this will help be a foundation for what we're talking about and discovering that lighthouse beyond the storm. Welcome to the path of healing. Grief, trauma, and pain are threads woven into the tapestry of our lives, but within them lies the potential for profound transformation. We're going to talk about navigating this journey, how we can integrate the wisdom of our physiology, our psychology, and our spirituality, and remember that there is no single path that Your steps may differ from one to the next person, but I want you to trust your intuition and move with gentle compassion for yourself. So first, I want to acknowledge that we all hit these places in our lives, whether we lose someone, uh, we lose a job, or we have major changes that happen in our lives. And I want to start talking about some different steps to help you in this time. And hopefully it leads to a path of healing and a place where you can continue uh, to move within your purpose and who you are. So the first area I want to talk about today is acknowledging the storm. And so I'm going to continue to talk about this based on us being three-part beings, meaning we are body, we're soul, where our mind, will, and our emotions are in our soul, and we're spirit. And physiology aligns with our body, psychology aligns with our soul, and spirituality is our spirit. So if you hear me say those things, they're interchangeable in sharing what we're talking about. So when you're acknowledging the storm, First, I'm going to talk about the body. There are physical manifestations of pain that comes from our body. And many times you will feel this in your body as indicators. I always say if you want to think of your body in a way of when you're driving your car, your car has uh, many indicators on the dashboard. And your body has these indicators. And so when there's pain... You can sometimes get tightness in your chest. You can get knots in your stomach. And what I want you to do when we're talking about acknowledging the storm for your body is I want you to start to journal, get your journal, and I want you to journal 
the different sensations that you feel in your body when you know that there's pain or some type of anxiety or some type of uh, feelings that uh, maybe you um, have no motivation. I want you to write them down, write down the sensations of your body, your physiology. This is going to help you to acknowledge your storm and actually understand and put into words what you are feeling from your body at the time. So observe them without any judgment. You don't want to add any additional pieces to it. Just observe if it's tingling, if it's uh, something that makes you hot, if it makes you cold, if it's something that uh, when you feel it, it um, tenses up. That's what I want you to write down and think about. Then additionally, when we talk about acknowledging the storm, I want you to think about your soul and your psychology. So this is where you begin to attach and say, what are my emotions? I want to validate my emotions. Am I angry? Am I sad? Am I fearful? Am I happy? Am I joyful? Am I triumphant? What is what is that feeling during this acknowledgement of the storm, that anger, that sadness, that fear, they are all natural responses to maybe the manifestations that are happening in the body at the time, the tightness or the feeling or the knots that are happening in the stomach. And I don't want you to suppress them. I want you to get your journal and I want you to write it out. Now, in the journal, you don't have to just write things in words. I'm going to encourage you to doodle if you need to or to draw things out. And also you can confide in a close friend to share these emotions that you are feeling by acknowledging that you are in a storm. Now, spiritually, I'm going to encourage you to go to scriptures and because if we remember the word was in the beginning, and when I talk about the spirit, I'm talking about that pneuma as in the Greek word. It's going to be something that's going to be, we can talk about that word in scripture and having faith so that you can get greater faith in acknowledging the storm. An example is in Psalms 34, when David cries out, to the Lord, he says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. So allow yourself to be held by the divine presence of God. And in your spirit, I want you to acknowledge that storm. And then here's some things I want you to also think about. I want you to focus on your, your breathing and hopefully that your breathing that you're having. So breathing in and breathing out through your mouth. And I want you to breathe and see if that will help release any of your tension by focusing on your breathing. And I want you to be mindful of any movements that can honor where you are at the moment in that storm. And if you are able to use that to help you continue to breathe through and to feel stronger, feel relief in that moment. 
And now I want you to imagine yourself in a dark storm cloud. But what I want you to do in your mind is if it's dark and it's gloomy, I want you to take the time to change the color of it. Maybe you can take that dark storm cloud in your mind and you can change it to the color of yellow or you can change it to the color of pink. What does that do? Does that change anything in your your feeling? Does it change anything in your physiology? And can you also take and maybe you change the texture of that cloud that you created in your mind? Is it fluffy or is it very um, something that is um, only maybe it's rough edges? Change that and see how that makes you feel. And the other thing I want you to think about is with the cloud that you have, that if it's no longer dark, if it's no longer um, in a, maybe it's no longer puffy, maybe it's not, now it's long elongated, or whatever you do, I want you to then think of it moving. Is it moving up? Is it moving to the right or to the left? Is, is it doing something now? What I want you to think about, and this is going to help, is I want you to visualize the sun breaking through that cloud. Slowly clearing the cloud away to where it eventually allows that cloud to dissipate. That's the first place I want you to start is we acknowledge that the storm is there. But I also want you to acknowledge that you have some potential within your mind to help in the situation that you're in. The second thing I want you to think about is nurturing your body. So this will help in these times when we have grief, loss, pain, that you do nurture your physical body. And how are you going to do that? You're going to do, you're going to eat healthy foods. And that means nothing that's processed. You're going to eat things that are natural during this time. You're going to prioritize your sleep. And many times in, uh, whether it's immediate or um, times we don't get the sleep that we need. And I want you to prioritize that. I want you to make sure you get your sleep. And I want you to move your body in ways that make you feel good. Maybe you need to go outside, go in nature, look at the trees, feel the wind on you. I want you to do some stretching, moving with your body, or maybe you're a dancer. Why don't you go out and dance to your favorite music? All of these things can help nurture your body in the physical. Now, For your psychology or for your soul in this area, I want you to practice some self-care. I want you to um, be able to get to a space where um, you're going to sit and maybe as for your body, you're going to take some warm baths. You're going to light some candles. You're going to put some smells around you and some soothing music. And then you want to think about things that make you joyful. I want you to think of times that make you happy. Think about the things that uh, bring you joy. And I want you to just sit on those for a moment 
And potentially, if you have affirmations that you want to look at or scriptures that will hold you true to having joy and knowing that God is with you, this is the moment I want you to do that. This will help reinforce what you're doing with your body. And it's going to give you loving thoughts of I'm loved, thoughts of I'm worthy of healing, thoughts of I'm going to move forward and it's, this is no longer going to just hold me where I am. And then in your spirit, I want you to be connecting with God in a new way. I want you to really focus in on listening to God in all the things that are around you. So at the moment, you might be sitting. I want you to sit in a relaxed way and look at all of the things around in the room. Is God in it? And God should be in everything. He created all things. And so creation itself is in God. So here's a scripture during this part of it for nurturing your body. In Romans 8:19, Paul reminds us that creation itself eagerly awaits the revealing of the sons of God. I want you to be present with God in everything that is around you. I want you to take the time to look around you and see that God is in everything. For example, I am now sitting and I'm looking outside. I see trees. I see clouds. I see houses. I see cars. God is in all those things. I'm looking at the lamp on my desk and the mouse on my table. He is in all. And I want you to acknowledge his presence. And this is part of nurturing your body. Now, as we continue, I find that some other things that may help during this nurturing of the body may be going out and maybe tending to the garden, maybe go outside and have a garden outside um, and doing some repetitive tasks. Maybe you go water flowers but whatever you're doing that you are intentionally being in the moment, looking at the smell or, I mean, looking at the beautiful colors or taking the time to um, take in the smells or the looking and touching and feeling what's out there. So if you have a garden, maybe that's the place. Maybe you have some flowers. Maybe that's what you do. But something that allows you to really be a part of what God has created. And then I want you to imagine yourself as a garden and what needs to be cleared out? What weeds need to be cleared out? What seeds of healing can you plant in you as the garden? I want you to visualize yourself and your body bathe in the sunlight so that those seeds begin to grow within you of healing. They start to bloom. They start to become vibrant flowers. They become the beauty that was always within you. The third area for discovering the lighthouse beyond the storm is for us to tend to the mind. This is important because this is where I'm going to encourage you to seek professional help if needed. 
therapy can provide many tools for processing trauma and managing your difficult emotions. Also, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy can help you identify negative thought patterns and replace them with healthier ones. So if you would take the time to tend to your mind and get professional help, it can help you along this process. There is no time limit on this. This is where I'm encouraging, even if you have never done it before, that you try it. And I will also share that um, every therapist may not be a match for you, but don't stop because one doesn't match you. I encourage you if you like you put on clothes, you put on different colors, you put on different things. You may have to try a few different ones before you find one that actually matches with you and you can be completely vulnerable so that you can move forward and begin to see a difference in your life. So this is an important step where you tend to your mind because if you understand some of the other episodes that I've talked about is within our minds is what actually manifests in this world. And if you truly understand that, that faith is actually what produces the facts of this world, faith is first and then all of the things of this world come to being, you want to see a change in the grief of your life and the losses of your life and the challenges of your life. You have to begin in the mind. So I want you to now take on from a spiritual perspective and and your spirit to take on practices. We've already talked about some journaling, but I want you to journal your spiritual pieces that talk about what are you observing in your current moment? How do you feel in your spirit? Don't judge it. Just write it down as it is. However you're feeling, you have to be vulnerable with yourself and understand this is you. This is for you. This is not for anyone else that's reading or um, keep this to yourself. But I want you to take the time to observe your thoughts and your feelings without judgment. In Matthew, the sixth chapter, verse 25, Jesus advises this. He says, therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Let go of the worries about the future and be present in the here and now. I'm going to ask you this. How many times have you made plans and they end up not going the way you want them? How many times have you worried about something and it never came to pass? How many times have you uh, went about just feeling in a very bad way about something that was coming up and it didn't turn out as bad as you thought it was? These are the things that I want you to understand is that you want to be present now. You want to, you want God, you want to focus on God and who he is for you. And so part of this portion is that you are going to be in prayer. You're going to journal and you're going to be in a space where you allow uh, yourself to be you without any judgment, without any of those issues. And so when you're able to pray and meditate on a consistent basis, you can then begin to focus on 
and find peace through prayer, meditation, journaling, and begin to see that lighthouse in the midst of some of the darkest clouds, some of the deepest storms that we could be in. And so I want you to imagine your thoughts as leaves being carried by the wind. Observe them, but you don't cling anything to any of the leaves. You visualize a calm lake reflecting the clear blue skies. And you are representing, this is representing the inner peace that is in you. You can watch all of those leaves pass by, but you don't attach anything to them. And that's what I want you to think about as you are really strengthening your mind. And the last step I want you to think about is rekindling your spirit. When you begin to rekindle your spirit, I want you to connect with a community. I'm encouraging you to connect with a faith community because if you can get into a space where you have a faith community, you have those that are similar thoughts, I want you to attend services. I want you to pray. I want you to be uh, not just to simply sit. I want you to be one that is going to participate. In Psalms 27 and 1, David declares this, and we talked about it, that the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. And whom shall I be afraid? Find strength and hope in your faith. I want you to also think about in your mind, I want you to engage in activities that will bring you joy. I want you to spend time with your loved ones. I want you to pursue hobbies. I want you to volunteer for causes that you care about so that that have meaning to you, that show your purpose in this world. And I want you to find and contribute all of those things to a path to your healing, a path to where you are becoming stronger. And that I truly don't believe that we should remain in pain, but that at some point the pain does subside. If you're at a 10 today, that hopefully you go to a nine. Hopefully you get all the way down to where the pain is one or zero and that you are healing as the days go on, that you are moving towards a healing place. And so my encouragement is as you are thinking about your spirit and you are rekindling your spirit, I want you to imagine your spirit as just a flickering candle and that you visualize your gentle hands cupping that flame and nurturing it until it burns brighter and brighter. And you see yourself radiating warmth and light, touching the lives of others that are around you. That's you rekindling your spirit. That's you coming from a place that you may have been in darkness. You may have been in a space where you didn't see that there is a lighthouse. And I want you to see that lighthouse in the midst of the storms. You might be getting battered by life. You might be feeling just hopeless in places where you hadn't been before. But I want you to look out for that light. That light is within you. That light is there for you to rekindle. And I want your spirit to know that it's there. And lastly, I want you to embrace this journey. Healing is not linear. There will be setbacks. There will be moments that you're going to doubt. 
I want you to be patient with yourself and I want you to celebrate the small victories along the way. And I want you to trust that you're moving in the right direction. Let go of expectations and embrace this unfolding process for your life. I want you to seek support. Surround yourself by a loving and supportive community. I want you to lean on your friends. I want you to lean on your family. I want you to lean on therapists and who can offer and listen and, and give you a guide, give you guidance. Remember that you're not alone in this journey. In fact, in Proverbs 15:22, it says, plans fail to lack, fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Seek wisdom, support from those who care for you. I want you to practice forgiveness. Forgive yourself and others. Even if the situation feels unforgivable, forgiveness is not about condoning actions, but it is about releasing the burden and the resentment. Colossians 3.13, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Let go of that weight and that anger and that bitterness. And I want you to find peace within yourself. I want you to find gratitude. Even in the midst of pain, there's always something to be grateful for. And I want you to practice this gratitude exercise on a daily basis. I want you, when you wake up in the morning, I want you to write down three things that you're grateful for. And then when you go to bed at night, I want you to write down three things that you are grateful for, no matter how big or how small. I don't want you to continue to repeat the same thing, but I want you to challenge yourself to look for three New things in the morning, three new things in the evening every day. Philippians 4, 6 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Cultivating gratitude can shift your perspective and open your heart to joy. Keep moving forward is the last thing I'm going to say to you. Don't let the pain define you. Don't let, let the loss define you. Don't let it be the thing that is holding you in the space that you're in. Choose to live a meaningful life despite the challenges you face. Engage in activities that bring you joy and purpose and continue to learn and grow. In Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, we are encouraged to run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Fixing your eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. Keep moving forward one step at a time towards a brighter future. Keep looking at that lighthouse. Keep looking at what the Lord is doing. Keep looking that God is right there with you. And that light will become brighter as time goes on. Remember, healing is a journey. It's not a destination. I want you to embrace the process and trust in your inner strength and know that you are not alone. With each step that you take, you move closer to a life full with peace, love, and light. May this journey, as you discover this lighthouse beyond the storm, be filled with healing and hope. As we bring this life-changing episode to a close, I want to extend my heartfelt gratitude to you, our cherished listeners. Your presence and engagement enrich this podcast journey, and I'm truly honored to be a part of this growth and transformation. 
To ensure that you never miss an episode filled with insights and inspiration, hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform that you're listening on right now. If you found value in today's discussion, I kindly ask that you take a moment and leave a review. I invite you to share this episode with your friends and your family. Let's create a ripple effect of healing and empowerment together. Your words have the power to shape the future content of this podcast. I thrive on your input. So if you have thoughts to share and want to dive deeper into any of these transformative topics, visit RandyAtkinsJr.com and leave me your valuable feedback. Today, today, go get your audiobook and book of Produce on Purpose Experience Life Being the Real You at RandyAtkinsJr.com. You will find additional information about events, videos, interviews, sermons, anything that can help you in this life being the authentic you. Until next time, remember that every step that you take towards being the real you is a step towards unlocking your boundless potential. Stay tuned, stay inspired, and above all, today, be the real you and produce on purpose.